Uh, here we go on a Monday. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law in studio. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with us, making us a part of your morning routine. First and foremost, today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. A lot of schools are already off because of that. So if you thought the school delays were, you're like, why aren't more on the list? Well, some are already off. No mail delivery today. No banks are open today. Today is also Blue Monday. Psychologists have come up with this to describe the most depressing day of the year. They say it's a perfect mix of all the factors that make us depressed, like bad weather, holiday debt, failed New Year's resolutions, and realizing just how far you are away from your next vacation. Make today the most depressing oh day of the year. And you know, you, don't, you just don't see the sun as much. That's so true. I think this is where seasonal affective disorder starts to set in. I'm with you. I don't mind the 30s. I get seasons, but when I don't see the sun, I yeah. think it has an impact. Absolutely. Mega Millions, no winner in the jackpot. Powerball, no winner in the jackpot, so both of those jackpots increase. Mega Millions is now $850 million. It's next drawing is tomorrow. Powerball jackpot now jumps to $730 million. Its next drawing is Wednesday. The United States is expected to cross over 400,000 deaths today from COVID-19. Now that total is fast approaching 405,000 deaths, which has always been sort of a benchmark number. And you're going to go, why? Why it's so important about that, Andy? Well, 405,000 U.S. fatalities was the number of lives lost in World War II. And we're approaching that number with COVID-19. COVID-19. In fact, in January, our stats so far look like this as a nation. Over 230,000 new infectious diagnoses every day. People say they have it, leading to 3,000 deaths per day in the month so far this year in January. President Joe Biden's inauguration is set for Wednesday. Here's what we know. Lady Gaga is going to sing the national anthem. Tom Hanks is leading a star-studded TV special around the inauguration. And the Associated Press reports that Donald Trump will leave Washington that Wednesday morning or this coming Wednesday morning and begin his post-presidential life in Florida. And finally, let's round out what's going on with sports. The NFL playoffs are now down to four teams. The Bills, the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost their starting quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, to concussion protocol, so it's not officially known if he'll be playing this coming weekend or not. They lost him pretty early in the game, didn't they? Uh, I want to say second half, but early second half. Maybe like the third quarter. And they still won? They still won. By the way, locally around here, there's a little bit of a Drew Brees because Drew Brees played at Purdue. He's the quarterback for the Saints, and the Saints lost. Many speculate, all but confirm, that was Drew Brees' last game ever in the NFL, but no official word coming as of yet. That's what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. This past weekend, Katie and I did something we've never done before. We took our spouses out together to a restaurant. Yeah, we, we met up and we had uh, We had dinner together. It was fun. I had a couple takeaways. I had a couple takeaways <laughs> oh, from boy. our dinner. Okay. This is the first time we've ever uh, ate out together. Your husband, Bill, and my wife, Mel, we got together. It was a nice dinner. First of all, I uh, applaud you on the uh, volume of wine that you are ability- <laughs> have the ability to consume in one outing. Oh, uh, my gosh. One too many. I, I was overserved. Um, so, first of all, there, my wife and I walked away. I was like, she's a champ. She is... <laughs> She's playing at a different level than us when it comes to that. I think we get, I'm excited to go out. We don't go out anymore. Yeah. And 
And this, I was so excited. I was just like giddy. So I had a couple takeaways. One, I was like, I was self-conscious of myself. You ever been, it was kind of like a first date really with your husband, Bill. Yes, because you were you were sitting across the table from each other. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. we got to see a different side of you. I mean, most of the time when you see each other, it's only like six to nine in the morning. It's, you know. It's, it's before it, 9 a.m. This was after 9 p.m. It's a different Katie. It's a different <laughs> Katie experience. It's, well, a, it's a way more free, free, it's a more free <laughs> Katie. There is no doubt. There's no hint ambition. It's spring break Katie. It's what, it's what you get. I wasn't, I didn't dance on any tables no. that night. And then I was self-conscious of myself because I was like, oh gosh, I was kind of, oh, that's was, silly. Because I was a little uptight because uh, you guys were like, we're going to party the night away. And my wife and I had to get home to a sitter. And I was always like, all right, I got, we got to get out of here. We got to, we got to, we got to leave. But I don't want to be the person who's ruining the fun. And Mel's like, no, you're the person ruining yeah. the fun. No, <laughs> we you, knew you were on a time frame. We just weren't making it easy for you. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, your husband, the other thing about your husband is your, your husband's so charming. I was like, he's got a, a speech cadence that's uh, very calming. It's like when he talks to you, it's like the whole rest of the world stops. He has got this charm about him. Yeah. It's like he'll ask you just a simple mundane question like, so tell me about everything. But he <laughs> says it in a way that's so cool. He's so cool about it. You're like, okay, okay, Bill, I'd love to tell you I'll, about it, everything. Well, it was a cold, wintry day on the day I was born. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a curious guy. Yes. And he, he likes people. He likes hearing your story. Yeah, my wife's like, you didn't do a very good job faking that we had to leave. You were very, you know, antsy toward the end. I'm like, because we had to go. We had a babysitter. Yeah, you She's did. like, well, you, you should. You were very quick at answering some of Bill's questions. And I'm no. like, well, I didn't mean to be because Bill's charming as heck. Yeah, we did not think twice about it. Yeah, well, because well, you're kind of an antsy person anyway. I am antsy. And we, I know you well enough to know that. We had a blast. I love your wife. I got mm. to sit across from her all night. and Because you guys have never really hung out to be honest. Not really. I mean, in passing and um, random events here and there. Well, and if anyone can believe it, your wife is funnier than you. Oh, yeah. No, she is. <laughs> She's hilarious. She, I had such a great time with her. No, my wife is really, really funny. She in is. fact, um, she's a really good, like almost comedy writer. Uh -huh. Like if you've ever seen her share photos of our family, because you're in our little you know circle uh -huh. of friends on Facebook, uh, her hashtag, she's, she's way funnier than me. It was really great. Yeah, it was good. So thank you for inviting we us out. We will do it again. It was great. And I was just, I walked away going, is there anybody who talks with a better calming cadence voice than <laughs> Bill Law? Oh my gosh. He, he talks like he's on a vacation all the time. <laughs> and I talk like I'm constantly in a hurry. Like, okay, okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, 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 gotta go. go. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. We'll talk quickly about the co-host question. Katie Law in studio. The, the co-host question we get all the time. And I, I try to do my best to sort of give you as much truth as I can. It, uh, the process of finding a full-time co-host, it takes longer than we think, probably because of COVID and restrictions on travel and the CDC guidelines and, and making sure it's the right fit. So we are still working through that. A lot of people ask if Katie is it or if some other person is it or somebody's like that. I'm here to tell you uh first of all it's not right it's i mean you you it doesn't work in the cards full time for you yeah i 
I mean, we've tried to work it out logistically. It's just, it's not fitting right now. I can, I can help you some days. Yep. Um, so that flexibility is really helpful. It's just hard to commit to five days a week, every day. Cause you got other priorities. Commitment. Yeah. I mean, you yes. got kids in school and you got zoom calls and you're running people to and from. Look, I get it. You don't have to sell me on it, but I get this yeah. question all the time. Why haven't you picked one co-host? Well, first of all, the decision isn't up to me entirely. It's, uh, but what I, what I'm here to tell you and the reason why I'm talking about it today today is two things. One, these processes take longer than anybody might think. Oh, yes. I remind people all the time that before Ryan Seacrest landed with Kelly Ripa on Kelly and Ryan in the morning, Kelly was just the Kelly show for a year and a half, and everybody <laughs> forgets that. Yeah. Like, everybody forgets that that took 18 months, and I'm not saying this process will. I'm just trying to give people an explanation, because when I go out or I see people, it is the number one question is asked mm-hmm. of me all the time. And the other thing I want to say, so it does take time, the other point is I actually think this system we have is working surprisingly well mm-hmm. because it creates a cast of characters where listeners get to know you when you're in. They get to know uh, Caitlin, Caitlin yeah. from ABC 21 when she's in, uh, mm-hmm. Angie when she's in, uh, when others are in to yes. try to rotate. I think it actually creates a bigger cast of uh-huh. our show, yeah. but just not on a full-time basis for right now. I think it's good that you've opened yourself up. Um, Our audience has opened themselves up to maybe something that just isn't as traditional in morning radio as they might be used to. And it's okay. Yeah. And I think it's, it's working surprisingly well. It's working. Right. Right. And this is, I want to point out, it's a big decision, you know, finding um, someone that you click with Andy, um, that you have to connect with. And it's, it's not just, you can't just hire anybody because it's got to be a, a someone who can commit and that you have that, that yeah. spark with. Yeah. So we are still working toward that. Don't take that the other way, but I just want yes. people to know where we stand on it and because I get the question all the time and I think the audience is owed an update but it may not be the update you want to hear, but I'm here to tell you, I think kind of this might be the best happy accident mm-hmm. of having people sort of rotate in and work in. At least that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Well, I'm loving it. So we will continue to do that, and we will continue to keep listeners up to speed when we have sort of changes there in that regard. But for the most part, just kind of wanted to check in and let people know that we haven't forgot, because I get this question all the time, (laughs) that we're working toward it still. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1, Katie Law in studio. I don't know how it is in your neighborhood. Does anybody know of, of, of a barefoot runner? I don't know one personally. No, I know it exists. These are people that refuse to run with shoes on. And they're just, they're just to me, warriors of human beings, both men and women who do it. And so uh, over the weekend, it wasn't like, you know, temperatures were in the thirties. It wasn't like not. And somebody was there, my barefoot runner friend and my neighbor. We don't know each other, but I wave at him occasionally. Well, sure. I would be like, get over here. Let me see those calluses. I do. You're right. Thank you for bringing it up. I'm at the point now because he's been running in our neighborhood for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've always waved, but I've never said, hey, stop your nine-mile journey <laughs> because daddy wants to see your feet. We need to see this. We need to see what's happening down there. I'm like, first of all, how do you not step on a nail and have a tetanus shot every Tuesday? Oh, man. I know. I mean, right? it's the streets are dirty. The streets are dirty. They're cold. It's the ground. It's cold and it's wet. There are yes. rem- I mean, there's still snow drizzle. Yes. Now, he, he runs barefoot in the summer. It's not my thing, but you can sell me on that when uh-huh. it's 70 and 80 degrees. Uh-huh. You can't sell me on it when it's 30. I mean, I don't know if his feet are just numb. 
I can't be I, that much better for your be posture. A degree of numbness, but I mean, you're running, so the circulation is flowing. Your body is warm. That has to help. I know that the concept behind barefoot running, I think, starts from Kenya because Kenyans are known. They win all the marathons. Yeah, but they win with races. shoes on, Katie. They don't, but they don't start running with shoes. They right. don't like when they start all their training and everything, it's without shoes. So people just started thinking over here, well, they're the fastest, best runners. I'm that has to work. I so bad want to see this guy's but Kenya feet. Kenya doesn't have freezing temperatures either. So right. I would I You're, want to see his and feet. I want to see so your feet. bad. Look, I have a thing with feet. It's not weird. It's well, it's a little weird, but it's not like dirty. But uh-huh. I think f- feet, feet, like like certain people's pinky toes are bent in, <laughs> and I've always had a little weird thing with that. Because I think toes are so interesting. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> You're saying it better. You're saying it better. I think toes are interesting. I'm not disgusted by feet. I mean, they don't really bother me. Some people can't even touch. I don't want to touch other people's feet. Uh, like, with, have you ever seen people with fat, flat feet? They don't have yes. an arch. I like watching people walk, like yes. pigeon-toed people, how yes. they walk. I walk more of like a duck. I have, I'm have. i a pronator yes. of sorts. My wife doesn't walk on the balls of her feet. She walks on her pinky. You know how oh, everybody this, has like a... the size? Yes, yes. Oh, then there's tiptoe walkers. Who? Uh-huh. What are these ballerinas? And then I immediately, if I see someone walking on their tiptoes, I, my eyes go straight to their calves. <gasps> have I you bet seen they are. the calves of a tiptoe walker? I bet you they're just oh. like... Two canned hams. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> Super toned. <laughs> yeah, this conversation definitely took a turn for yeah. the better. For the <laughs> better. For the better. Completely. <laughs> wow. Sandy in the morning. Yep. I saw it this weekend. I've had a barefoot runner in my neighborhood for years. But uh, to see you in January Mm-mm. and gut it out. There's some frostbite happening there. Golly, yeah. I want to see your arches. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. My big weekend project. We're expecting our third child arriving in the next, I don't know, six weeks-ish, give or take. And so we wanted to, so we had to do a little bit of a bedroom shuffle. We had to move my daughter out of the nursery room where she's been in to her own room. And we had to change the guest room out. And it was a whole deal. It sounds boring. It took all day. At one point, we ended up selling a mattress to some person on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, Okay for some $50 drop fee. And anyway, uh-huh. we did all of that. It was exciting. But we all know, for some reason, as parents, we get into our head. Like, my wife and I are like, look, my kid, our kids aren't just going to move. And they may have. But we've got to sell them on this bedroom move. Everyone's going to do a shuffle. So we've got to dress it up as if it's a big deal. You we're have gonna, to make it appealing. Yeah, that's right. We're going to get new stuffed animals in the room. We're going to hang new pictures. We're going to do some paint. We're going to do some decals. We get into our head that we have to do all of this work. Now, first of all, let's pause there. Maybe if we just told our kids to go, they would have just gone. I don't know. They probably would have, but you would have gotten a lot more huffing and puffing. You might have had a couple nights, yep. sleepless nights. So we sold them on it. So in order to sell our kids on this bedroom move, my wife and I go all HGTV on ourselves. And we go, what? you know what we need to do? We need some decorations. Got to get them. So instead of painting a whole bunch, let's just hang some new pictures. Yeah. So let's go and let's get some. Th- so we went to Hobby Lobby. I haven't been to Hobby Lobby in two, three years. But yeah. once you go there, it's like when you start watching videos on YouTube, uh-huh. you know, you start one and next thing you know, six hours later, you're on to like, hey, how to make your own glue. And you get like, <laughs> great. 
Sweet. Can't wait to watch that video. And then it's 1 a.m. Yeah. And Hobby some- Lobby is such a rabbit hole store. Yes, that's like what I mean. Target, you go for one thing or you go just for a couple pictures because you're redoing a bedroom. And next thing you know, yeah. you're in a line longer than you thought possible and you're sp- dropping like 400 bucks. Yeah, you're, they're like, hey, yes. would you, would, you're buying so much, would you like our own credit card to save you 20? And next thing <laughs> you know, like, you're like, yes, yes I, I, do. I, I guess I do. <laughs> so uh, we go there and we didn't buy $400 worth of stuff, but we got enough stuff to sort of sell our kids on it. But Hobby Lobby, it's it's one of those things that you're 100% right. I go in there and I go, I'm not going to like it here. Mm. And I get in there and the next thing I know, I'm like, did you know, Mel, if we buy five decorative things we can get a sixth free (laughs) and the next thing I know I'm selling myself on like decals I don't need no no and it's a happy place yeah I want to decorate one of our bathrooms to look like we lived near a beach yes I'm like that's what I want to do and I want because you know all the decor is there and you must have it and you'll think about that for days to come yes and I wasn't the only one I walked around and I saw a bunch of disgruntled men in there to begin with Uh disgruntled men everywhere but 30 minutes in guys were like I want to read design my garage. Uh-huh. Look, uh-huh. they got an old Ford hubcap over there. I need that. I want to hang it on the wall. That's $58. <laughs> That's a good deal. And I'm like, I totally get it. Grab the hubcap. Get it. Get it. Andy in the morning, Magic 95.1. I got to share with you really quick what happened to my wife last night, what she saw. So if you can hang on, forget that. By the way, did you see the story about the, on the southwest side of town? You and I both live southwest, by the way. Katie Law in studio. Mm-hmm. The former one-room schoolhouse that that couple renovated turned into a home. Yes. And now they're selling that property. I saw the pictures of the renovations. And it looks like something you'd see out of House Hunters because they took a schoolroom. I love when they do that, by the way. Wasn't it? There's some uh, some folks around here that were uh, turning homes out of shipping containers. Did you hear about that? It was like a brown Kendall, I think. Yeah, I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, And there's this like, three-story shipping container house. It's awesome. Oh, wow. And, uh... And then this one made the headlines over the weekend because it was a former schoolhouse abandoned. 140 put, years old. Yeah. And it was built in like 1883. Anyway, they're now flipping it because they lived in it for a little bit. Now they want to move on to their next project. Mm-hmm. The property is listed for, you ready for this? Let's play Place is Right. Almost $700,000. That might be a little salty for a lot of people in that price range. $683,000 is the list price on that. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know what's more shocking. I mean, you, you had people talking about your renovation now they're only talking about your price did we see did they did we get a square footage on that three thousand and you know three thousand isn't a ton i don't yeah I you don't, get a nice uh, property around here for two to four hundred thousand for uh for, for that, that for mm-hmm. that so anyway six hundred and eighty three thousand okay. okay so last night my wife uh is you know going out for a walk and she has to take our dog our dog doesn't know how to go number two if you don't walk him <laughs> Like he don't, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he'll go Sounds out. high maintenance. He, yeah. He can't just be like, let him out in the yard and go potty because he won't go. Like yeah. you've got to walk him and then he knows on the leash, it's time to do my, my business. And lately we've seen coyotes in our oh, neighborhood. They are the freakiest animals ever. I don't know what it is. They're so eerie. They are eerie. My, and so we've we've had a couple sightings. The news has done reports that, hey, this year food, apparently rations are bad for coyotes. Oh. So they're venturing closer to homes. This is very common in the cold months, January, February. So if you leave a dish of food out for a cat in the neighborhood, well, coyotes are venturing up and eating it. Yes. And so we're real self-conscious of that. And that's another reason we don't let our dog out because he'd lose that war really quick. Ah, uh, yeah. And they make this horrible sound. Have you ever seen or heard a coyote howling? Yes. So my wife saw 
saw a coyote last night darting across the road and then diving into the woods. And that's when the walk with the dog ended. Yeah. She was like, you know what? We're not. No, we're going home. Nobody's out running that thing if it's really hungry. So we're oh. going back in. And so, you know, my kids can't sleep because they hear. But listen to the sound. This is the sound of a coyote pack howling. That sends chills down my spine. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that a terrible sound? Oh my god! It just brings it. May, it the fear that brings on. That's something out of like horror movies or something, right it there. It is. Oh so. my god! I can't. I. I'm just. I got the chills. Yeah. Oh. So we have uh, multiple coyotes in our neighborhood, and so they're they're very common this time. I for mm-hmm. years was a skeptic, but I'm seeing more and more of them. Yeah, me too. We're I'm part of that email group, like the neighborhood watch, watch and yeah. people are constantly next door ha- app coyote sightings. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, last night. Oh, eerie, eerie, eerie. Showbiz news. The streaming services are just having this big sort of, you know, measuring stick contest. They're constantly leaking press releases. This show's coming to our channel and this one and that one. And HBO Max says they're not going to be releasing Godzilla vs. Kong on their streaming service and in theaters two months early. That'll now be March 26th. Again, I didn't have a hankering for it, but the whole point is I think they're going to be moving up some of these release dates. And this might be the first of many announcements to come. Oh, what? Things are a little slow on enrollment or people aren't signing Mm -hmm. up as fast as we want. Let's bring the Matrix 9 early. They need more eyeballs. They know people are still semi-quarantined right now, and this is a good time to get those movies in front of them. Speaking of streaming services, this past weekend, my wife and I uh, sat down and watched an old Liam Neeson movie called Unknown. First of all, I'd highly recommend it. Loved it. Okay, and Liam fine. Neeson is actually in our showbiz news today because once again, he said he's planning to retire from action movies before he gets too old. And when you think of him, you think of him in Taken and movies like that. Yes. And he's great at it. He's got that great voice. But he's like, I don't want to be seen too old. It's kind of like Daniel Craig and James Bond. Uh-huh. Don't want to be known for just one thing. I'm an artist sort of stuff. Yeah, he's got it. Liam Neeson has to be post-70. Don't oh, you think? Oh, look him up. Look him up. I think All he's probably right. in his 60s. Watch him be in his 50s. And you're oh, not my goodness. He's look got that rough look, and tumble just look. Just type in Liam Neeson's age. Uh-huh. L-I-A-M. By the got way. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. He's 68. 68, yeah. Golly. Great voice, though. Oh, I know. Particular set of skills. And good hair. Good hair. Gosh, if you can have those two things. He's got a particularly good set of of hair tools. (laughs) Yes. I've got a distinguished set of skills. And you know what? That's enough. That's enough show. Yeah. I'm going to end on follicles. You got to know when to stop in this business. And that's it. 832. That's a quick peek as to what's happening in Hollywood. If you missed Andy in the Morning today on Magic 95.1, check out his podcast. You'll find Andy in the Morning on Apple, Spotify, or just go to Magic951.com. That's magic with a J. Magic 95.1.